Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the STEAM Forward Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Savannah, and today our guest is Dr. Lisa Johns. And Dr. Lisa has her doctorate in environmental science and policy. And the really exciting part about Dr. Lisa is she's going to share all her knowledge and expertise and just bring new, exciting ideas to Gen 2050. And so everybody help me welcome Dr. Lisa. Hello, Dr. Hello. Lisa. How you doing? Great. How are you? Good. Okay, so let's just dive in. Just give us some background on yourself. Are you a Miami native? Have you lived here your whole life? Yes, actually. Mm-hmm. I grew up here. Um, I actually experienced Hurricane Andrew. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's one of my first early Miami memories. Very early. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I've been living mostly in Miami and South Florida my life. And then I spent a little time in Chicago and then a little bit of Chicago. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then a little time in New York City mm-hmm. where I went to NYU for my master's degree. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So your background is in environmental science and policy. How did you get into the study of the environment? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I've always been passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, something that just been drawn outside since I was younger. Yeah. Um, I think many people feel very similarly. Mm-hmm. There's something that happens yeah. when you're outside in nature, particularly when there's plants and animals and things around and you're making connections and digging in the dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, through growing up and education, mm-hmm. learning about certain issues that are happening and ways of doing things yeah. that are not necessarily you know, for the best for the planet or for people. So my interest and passion led me towards course of study where I learned a little bit more about that. So do you think growing up in such a busy city like Miami, it really unfortunately has exposed you to a lot more environmental problems than if you were to grow up in like a smaller, more quiet town? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think each town has its own absolutely types of things. Um, Definitely the big city. We have yeah. more complex problems. And Miami in particular mm-hmm. um, has been listed as ground zero for impacts related to climate change like sea level rise. Mm-hmm. Um, looking for in this generation's time mm-hmm. um, some substantial changes that will impact daily life. Yeah. Yeah. So in your doctorates, can you explain the policy aspect of that? Okay. Yeah. So I went to the University of Miami mm-hmm. um, and we... Uh, was part of an interdisciplinary program. Mm-hmm. So we studied some of the physical sciences and then some on the social sciences as well, as well as policy. Yeah. Because all these things are interacting in a way in order to create actual solutions. We need to understand the problem and we need to understand how we can work together to fix it. So that was the policy aspect. So bringing solutions, not just problems. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I mean, understanding the problem is yeah. crucial, yeah. Uh, but then also understanding, okay, how can we work together to implement the right. solutions? You Right. And Martina talked about um, that sometimes the solutions is just adapting to what's new. Like, do you have a take on that? Sometimes just adapting. I would challenge us to be a little more proactive. Yeah. Um, we definitely, adaptation is, is going to be necessary. Mm-hmm. There are some things that we can't just flip the switch Absolutely. and change. And so we're going to have to make some changes and adaptations ourselves. But um, also we we can we can work toward yeah. changing yeah. some of what we anticipate in the future. If we jump on it now. Yes. That we can kind of <laughs> help with the product. Just sort of switching up some of our system and the way that we do things. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Um, I was introduced to you by Fred. We love Fred. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been on the podcast and we've worked with, I've worked with him pers- personally a couple of years. So how did you meet Fred? Like, how do you know Fred? Oh, Fred and I kind of have an interesting sort of run-in story. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, we both are based down in South Florida mm-hmm. in, the, in, in the Redland area, mm-hmm. which is Miami's agricultural area. Yeah. I don't know if we talk about so it a lot amazing on this show. Things down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many amazing things. Everyone should go visit if yes. they haven't been yet. In fact, many people are surprised to know that Miami has an agricultural district. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just driving around in like Homestead and all those areas, it's like all mm-hmm. this stuff is here. Yeah. Tree farms, fruit farms, all kinds of beautiful things. So if you ever have time, head yeah. down to Homestead. And people tinkering and doing amazing mm-hmm. work and starting amazing Scalable projects, yes. um, composting or reforestation. In mm-hmm. fact, that's organic where farms, yeah. organic farms. That's where Fred and I met um, at uh, at Patrick Heaven Sanctuary, mm-hmm. where over the last several years, fifteen plus years, he's been working yeah. on a reforesting project there. Yeah, and then I had the the opportunity to meet him there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he probably met you. I was like, you know who you need to meet? That's <laughs> Linda. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it was like, let's bring, let's bring some of that energy here. Yes. You love working with kids. I was like, I absolutely do. Yeah. That's my passion. That's my dream. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, give us some background on some things that you have done with children, working with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to, I like smaller groups. I've mm-hmm. been working with workshops. Um, yeah. At Patrick Fenton Sanctuary, I was working. Um, Part of the time on their pollinator outreach. Oh, we love that. Okay. So we'd have students come and mm-hmm. do nature walks, but then we'd also learn to observe and learn a little bit more about the whole process, specifically related to, to butterflies um, and metamorphoses. Yeah. Yeah. I remember we had a, um, a parent night at Norland, and Lisa comes with all her plants. <laughs> oh, yeah. caterpillars. And so like, can I bring a little show and tell? Yeah. I loved it. Are you into butterfly rearing? Like that's what you like to do? Into it. Um, I'm fascinated by it. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really great um visual way to to intrigue. Yeah. Um uh, all people, yeah. <laughs> children and adults. Um it's just fascinating and confusing yeah. and cool. Um, but a really great entry point to start talking about even larger issues like um, what's happening to our pollinators right now um, and butterflies who doesn't love them right they're so beautiful and then yeah as we learn more about that and you learn to love this creature and you learn to love its habitat and you learn to um, find new ways to do things yeah. so you can take better care of it um, I have a, a, a fun question if you could um, tell somebody to go somewhere that Kind of like a secret spot in Miami. Where would that secret spot be? A secret spot yeah, in Miami. You know, you know, like how people are like, oh, you know, you go to Reynolds or like Olita. But like, is there a place that people can go experience nature that they may not think about? Um, I, okay. I would recommend going on a slog in the Everglades. Oh. <laughs> so these ones, this is, um, there's a, more and more groups doing them now, mm-hmm. many groups, because it can be a little daunting yeah. to just pull over on the side of the road in the Everglades and see a little trail through the swamp and wilderness <laughs> yeah. leading to a cypress dome. Yeah. To just do that yourself for the first yeah. time, a little bit scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would encourage people to look for a community group, a community-led like birding um, activity or something, and, and go get your boots wet. Oh, like yeah. actually walk. Yeah, the and then they slog through like a couple feet of, mm-hmm. of water, um, preferably with a guide. But it's such a unique experience when you put a in here. Yeah. Um, and there's there's hundreds of places you can go do that. Are you not scared? I don't know. I just I got a lot of fear thinking about it. Yeah, actually. <laughs> because that's why you I'm hear like, all don't the critters just... that live in like the Everglades and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. And that's true. That's why I would say maybe do it with a guide at first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody that's been there <laughs> before. Don't go swimming if the water's too deep. Yeah. 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 So, so definitely pay attention to how you feel. Um, that sounds and, fun. And stay safe. Yeah. yeah. Conquer a fear. Yeah, to try that. Mm-hmm. Definitely to try that. So, 
Dr. Lisa, so what are you excited um, for with this new partnership with Gen 2050? Um, so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my course of study, one of the I studied a lot about how people come to understand and care about environmental issues. Yeah. And one of the, or if not the main thing, is personal experience, mm-hmm. hands-on learning. Mm-hmm. So I'm so excited to bring lessons and curriculum yeah. both into the classroom and then like outside. Um, so that students can learn about composting, right. gardening, mm-hmm. um, ways to maintain and regenerate soil, mm-hmm. learn about pollinators, mm-hmm. um, all types of things, and grow and do it themselves. Love that. So so what would be the idea if, like, you had, this is what you're taking away from Gen 2050, what would it be for the students? Students. Mm-hmm. The overarching goal for me would be that I am capable and empowered to be a um a leader yeah. in environmental stewardship. Mm-hmm. I love that. Environmental stewardship. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lisa, what's next for you? I know you're with Gen 2050. I know you have, have me of your doctorates, but is there anything that you're aspiring to work on? Um, I do have a very exciting passion project that I'm mm-hmm. working on um, where I am starting with one of my best friends, mm-hmm. um, a native plant nursery. Oh, I love that. So that people, there's there's a growing movement right now for people who want to help transform some of their grass lawn into native habitat. Yeah. Um, like a pine rockland. It can be that. Mm-hmm. If that's where you're located. Um, so we are, we're building that mm-hmm. so that people can come and go and kind of shop and learn more mm-hmm. about our beautiful South Florida native species. And mm-hmm. so would you also like help them get it started or you're just selling it? Sure. Like, I mean, yeah, I can help give guidance. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of research sources and material out there. I don't know where it's going to go from here. Yeah. Um, to begin, we just want to make it easier for people to learn about and 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 purchase some of these plants yeah. so they can make more of it, so we can have more of it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm so excited that you're joining us. I feel like there's so much I'm going to learn from you. It's like you know a lot about the environment, but when you actually start to like do native plants and put together gardens and learn about how to take care of soil, it's not necessarily... Um, some common knowledge that you can meet and gain from the everyday person. So <laughs> I think that you bring such like a treasure to Gen 2050. Thank so you. I'm so excited. And so finally, um, if you could just sum up kind of your life work and the things you have to look forward to, what would be that one word? Passion. Passion. Yeah. So why is that? Um, I feel as if I have a deep love for the work that I do that I'm so thankful for that is both internal and and somehow from meeting people yeah. like you and meet, and working with kids comes from, I mean, it just reinvigorates me every day. Okay. So I feel so thankful to have that. And and that passion makes me feel powerful. Like yeah. we're able to do so many things together and, yeah. and optimistic. Yes, I mm-hmm. love that. Be powerful and optimistic. Yes. Follow your passion. Yes. Well, thank you so much for for joining us. I'm so excited um, for all things to come and all things that I get to learn from you. And um, I think it's going to be a wonderful experience. Me too. It was great to meet you. And thank you everybody so much for tuning into the STEAM Forward podcast. As always, there are two sponsors that we love to thank, and that's Trinity Church and the Children's Trust. And don't forget that there are three ways in which you can watch or listen to this podcast. If you like to watch, just follow us on YouTube. If you like to listen, just follow us on Apple or Spotify. Remember, this is the Steam Forward Podcast. See you next week. Steam Forward Podcast.